This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Check out AMI Plus if you would, folks. The new platform features a slick, modern look and puts AMI original, award-winning content right at the forefront. AMI is fully compatible with accessible, uh, sorry, accessible technologies, including screen readers and magnifiers. And uh, Windows, Apple, and Android platforms, of course, it's quite comfortable with all those devices as well. Check it out. Visit amiplus.ca. That's amiplus.ca. And uh, get to know it now. Kelly McDonald with Ramya Muthan. It's time for the Chatty Bookshelf. This is when we talk audiobooks on Fridays with Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? I'm Ryan Huey. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, where we talk audiobook trends, news, and author interviews. Ryan, we're in November now. Um, how's it going? How's it going for audiobooks? And uh, what do you want to tell us? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I can't believe it's November already. Yeah. Halloween is, uh, I don't want to say long past, but uh, done and over with. And uh, you know what? We might be about a week early on this, but guys, check out those uh, reposts and social media posts from all uh, publishers, audiobook uh, wholesalers and everything, because we're getting into the big season where it's American mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Black Friday. So those sales are going to be pumping out. I would say probably by about Thursday of next week, just to get you on the bus and going hard on them. So take a look and see what you like. Cause I see audible already has one going uh, at the audible.com, not audible.ca, but I know that that one's going to be coming out very, very soon for all you audible lovers out there. Mm-hmm. Mm. So where is that place, Ryan? If you at this time of the year were asked to go sit there at a publisher or, you know, publishing house, which one would you pick now that you feel is that leader when it comes to audiobooks out there? Is it one of the publishing houses? Where would you go to sit in those boardrooms and listen to them plan out what the what this big season is going to be like? Oh, wow. Uh, do I have to pick one publisher? Because there's no, no, I'd no. Choose the big three, probably, you know, HarperCollins, Penguin Audio, uh, the whoof, hashtag audio. There's the, the, just to make a few out there, there's graphic audio as well they got some really good things going on and that 3d sound stuff that they had for halloween really made me uh consider them uh making that jump into the big uh into the big boys but publisher wise i think i'd do that i think i would love to hear what they're talking about author wise narrator wise but uh you know you, you can't discount audiobooks.com or audible or some of the other ones uh maybe even the project gutenberg people that we're going to be talking about here in a bit too but i think that might be where i start and where i get to really look at what sales they are coming out what they're pushing forward because they would even probably have the secrets to hey we're just doing this book we're looking to re- release it in this time frame what do you guys think and i think i'd have some really good uh really good feedback or really good insights mm. into that mm-hmm. as well because yeah. now how? now right? throughout exactly. the Media year would be great yep sorry go ahead Ron. no it's okay now throughout the year like every month has something if not a special day every month that we can you know look forward to but specifically with uh books and audiobooks like with literature there's something to look forward to every month and i i think that people are doing a really great job just kind of keeping each other posted and now a lot of things feel regular like we know when audio sync audiobook sync is coming out we know when audiobook month is we know when you know the marketing side of things is um doing pretty well right 
uh, but something's... guess what? That's when they get you. They're going to toss out something new I now know. and be like, hey, this is this month and we're going to do this for this month. And it's going to be co- yes. completely ebook, audiobook, uh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think that's what's going to come next. Fantastic. It's overwhelming sometimes, but it's fantastic news. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. Is AI making a comeback? A comeback? I think it's more of it's come <laughs> it never faster leaves. than we would have we would have thought. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know that you're going to be able to tell robot from human in this next story. Uh, it's really interesting because what's happening now is with Project Gutenberg, which is an online website that houses about sixty to seventy five thousand ebooks, uh, which is the electronic books, so your Kindle stuff and uh, all that PDFs, those sorts of things that make them accessible, having Siri and other voices read them out loud, has now kind of partnered with MIT, Microsoft, and Google to produce 5,000 hours of AI-generated audiobook content based on those books inside. And it comes out to be about initially about 10,000 audiobooks, uh, but there could be a little bit more on the horizon there. But what's interesting about this is that it's all AI. However, they're using in the voice of Kelly McDonald or in the voice of Ryan Hui. So they're kind of using these narrator kind of focused, I I guess, AI stuff. And what's scary is they only need about 16 seconds of that person's voice to get a 1 million word kind of prototype of that person's voice, which is really scary to me. Mm. Are you a sellout? If you agree to let them use your voice, guys, I don't think I, you even have to agree anymore. I think they're just you don't using think it legally. And, you don't think legally? I don't have know. I, I don't know. I think it's all about how you market it and how you put it in. If you're, you're not going to, you know, I, I think it's all about in the voice of uh, where it's like, you know, let's say a cover artist for a song is doing. I'm going to do the song of. Uh, you know, Sweet Home right. Alabama in the in the sound of Leonard Skinner, but you know it's a cover song, so it's it's there's a way around it. I think that's how they're going to get around this. Uh, and what's really interesting is the way that they've they they've put this in, into focus is they're using this for research. So we're not marketing out; we're researching to say what are the benefits, what are the drawbacks, what are the this and that of AI narration. But I think this question should be, should we be using it at all? Because, you know, hardworking people are doing this. And yes, I understand that we're going to put out so many more books so much more quickly, but I don't know that this is the way to do it. And the tagline of this at the end of it is, oh, we plan to do all 65,000 books in the Gutenberg uh, library. So it's like, don't tell me it's for research when you plan to do it all, because I don't think that's what's happening here. If it's sort of a research or a jump into don't you think you'd only do a select few and they're marketing it as, oh, there's something for everybody from Edgar Allan Poe all the way to the Bernstein Bear. So you're, you're marketing it to kids and all the way up to all those, uh, the, 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 I guess, the classics, right? Mm. So the, the, uh, the one thing I just want to add before I let Rum mm-hmm. take the floor here, because I know you'll have a lot on this. I've got my own feelings. But the one thing I'll say, Ryan, is I think it's different than music because music's established as that's Ryan's song, Ryan Huey's. And whether you cover it or not, um, you know, like, okay, you might say it's like a karaoke thing and okay, but no one's recording that, making mm. money off it. So, so I think that's your outclaw. This, an audiobook, if someone's not read you. it and they're using Ramya's voice to do it because she's a well-known narrator and she signed a contract legally to allow people to utilize her voice in that way, that's what I fear until we get to where you don't even need to necessarily have a sample from anyone where the voice itself that can be made up through AI 
is just as good from what, I mean, what they've done. So no one can claim, that's my voice you're using. No, no, it's mm. not. We, we, it's a voice that was composed by AI. Yeah. Go ahead, Rum. Sorry. And I that's what I was going to say. This. Like, we're already at the point where we can take a voice, whether it's a real voice or a sample of a voice that was stripped of a real impression, and manipulate it, right? Like, that's not right. new. Uh, we're already no, there. So no. uh, yeah. we can easily just work around the rights. We know this with music. We know that when a melody is copywritten, uh, we we can make sound alikes where there's enough information about the brain and how we process things to be like, oh, that reminds me of Chris Brown's With You, but it's not, and it's legally not, so no one can get sued for it, um, but there's that impression of, right? And honestly, this is a bigger conversation just about art and rights and who owns and who should own and all of these things. But going back to the, the particular thing about AI and narration, one thing that I'm trying to get myself on board with is holding both arguments. So the first argument is what you're saying, you know, if human narration is valued, it's impressive, there's so much work that's gone into it. We, you know, historically have gone gotten to this place uh, it's taken so long, right? And now we're talking about payment and all of these other things, like why are we just dismissing humans altogether? That's one thing. But the other thing is, Ryan, synth audio narration is not new either. We have so much synthetic synthetic audio just to, again, contribute to wide distribution of uh, ebooks turned audio, right? So ebooks are more available. Right. We want yeah. the audio of this. So synth audio is something we can use. Like you go on the Sela collection, something's not available in human narration, you can get it in synth audio. Ugh, nobody wants that, but whatever. And now, the other way that we can think about this is that synth audio is improving. So not just that it's, you know, the one side of it, of course, of the spectrum is that human narration uh, is potentially going to become obsolete. But the other side is, okay, really, though, synthetic audio has improved drastically thanks to AI. Um, I'm not sure if we're ever going to strike a balance, honestly. You know, and I think there's so a couple of things to consider here too mm. is, you know, when are, when do the publishers get involved? You know, if you're air quotes stealing money from the publishers because they have Kelly McDonald signed to a deal yeah. and, you know, they get their big lawyers involved. And then the other thing is when you look at TikTok now, and we'll go back to the music industry quickly with this, you can use X amount of seconds of a Britney Spears song before you get to you exactly. before you get sued. And that's what I think they're doing where it's like, we only need 16 seconds of someone's voice. So you're, you're, you're yeah. toying with that gray area where it's before you get the, the copyright. And like, you know, there was the, you know, the, the game Wordle, there's that song, uh, this there used to be the song game uh, Hurdle or whatever. And they did that before, uh, the, you know, you only use a certain amount of seconds and then you don't have to pay for the song and you could use any song you right. wanted. And I think that's where this comes into play as well, where we're only using, let's say, 10 to 15 seconds yeah. of Ryan Hui's voice. And now we're getting a one million word vocabulary out of it is that that's how we're getting around it. And we didn't it. And it's all, steal like, it. We, yeah, didn't we didn't go didn't, into exactly. their private things. Yeah. Like it, there, there's yeah. so many ways to argue around the fair use of people's voices. And that's why I'm saying we're going to eventually get to a point, we're already there pretty much, where it, it, is it even possible to argue against this? Is it possible to sue or to say, hey, this is unfair use of my voice? Because it's out there already, right? Like just well, all and, of us here, our voices are out there already. I think you're right on the level, Rum, of how we, we talked about how long we've had narration. We've had books and we laugh at some of the daisy books. <laughs> Who are you? We laugh, but there was never a means to make that stuff 
better. better. Now you have an industry where people are spending money, where the publishers, everybody has the money to do this stuff, where celebrities are on board and so on. But it's such, when you think about it, it's such a blip in time that we've had these narrators because, like you said, Rum, we don't need a human. We're to basically bridging the gap, and AI is just taking it there. Yeah, we can create it, and you have an audience who is not familiar. Their view is: if I pay for something, I don't care if it's a sinful. I'm not endearing to so and so narrator because I haven't spent my life listening. This has been a great ten years having these voices that I'm listening to. But hey, if I can get more access to more books, those yeah. of us who are print restricted who say sky's the limit, no more of this. Oh well, there's only ten percent of the books in the world. Oh, less absolutely, than that, folks, it's just... that are available. You now could get eighty percent of the books in the world in yeah. different voice. You in time will be able to choose. I want it to sound like I want it read by a female. Mm. I want it to sound like someone with yes. this accent. And I absolutely. And accents that you're comfortable with, languages that you want it in. That's we like just within have five to years. find our footing again. As with everything, humans have to find our footing again in this industry. And it may mm. not be what it looks like right now. It may not be what it was ten years ago. But we we will adapt. I believe that it's well, just where. the industry will call for us exactly. to be. Yeah. Most of us would rather most normal people who just want to read a book. I'm sorry, they're not as interested. This isn't acting. This isn't watching Brad, you know, Brad Pitt. This is a voice to them as far as they know. And that the average person mm -hmm. is only interested in yeah. hearing the book and not having to read it. Yeah. So and it's all out there, like you guys said. You know, so it's like, and I wonder now the the marketing of it. Are we going to see a let's say a to kill a mockingbird uh, read by AI, or is there going to be some sort of something on there where well, it, it dignifies? I have my favorite. Yeah. I have my favorite Jaws voices or voice. We all have our yes. favorite. Exactly. Yeah. You we, choose. I, as again, soon as you get your phone, you pick it. This is already out there as well. Us choosing our own synthesizers, us making our own decisions on what we want our voices to sound like. So yeah, we're we're just tiptoeing around all these things because they're not as big yet, but they are going to just continue getting bigger because AI is just sweeping through this, right? And I think they're just going to slide right into it, just like when I check out Crave away. movies, mm -hmm. and the Crave movies have more simp voices reading the description yep. than human. Yep. Nobody's crying about it. Nobody's saying enough. I'm sure narrators Some that were doing are. it are speaking yeah. up saying, hey, hey, but the average person is only interested and there are yep. far more average people who are just more interested and say, oh, that's even more books. Yeah. Look at all these audio books I can download for this price. And when you know, I just have to pay this by the system exactly. as a publisher, create it, put feed it in and it's done with. I don't have to hire that idiot Kelly Ethics, to come in morality. here and take up my studio time. All that stuff versus convenience. Of course, we're going to go convenience. Yeah. Majority. And then what happens with been... the strike, right? If mm. You don't. It doesn't. You don't have to worry about any striking because the AI is not going to strike. There's, it's not going to be there. And you're not <laughs> stealing anything, right? You're still going to sell exactly. the books. The, yep. the, the writer so still is still going to get the money. Oh yeah. That's... There's the only thing you're cutting out is studio time, technician time, reader time, and you know you're still going to need editing just to be sure for a while until you actually mm -hmm. get egotistical enough AI is to gonna believe get good it's at that, perfect. And then we won't need it. And Ryan. the thing that's, that, that boggles my mind is like, you know, they, they're saying Roman numerals as I. So it's like, oh, Roman I instead of Roman one. And that's, you know, you, the I, AI is not quite there. But no, once it but gets it's machine there, learning. It's, yeah. you're not in, in be, 10 you're minutes, not it be will be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All it needs to do is pull from old audiobooks anyways and see how the narrator did it. <laughs> Just copycat that. <laughs> Ryan, thank you so much. We got to go. We, like, we're completely out of time. But this is a riveting conversation. Thank you. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. Thanks, pal. A lot to think about when we have these AI discussions, and every time we come in here with more context and more learnings. But Ryan will be back next week. We'll see what's in store on the Chatty Bookshelf then.
incredibly behind the eight ball on that if you're a narrator. I, I, it actually frightening. It's yeah, sad. Of course it is. Um, it just seems like we had narrators legitimacy in audiobooks for a whole hour. Coming up next on the program, let's v revisit and uh, weigh in on conversations from the past week on Cut for Time when we return with more on Kelly and Rumya. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Rumya return in a minute. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.